welcome, welcome to this second episode of season four of the Female Sex Podcast. Uh, I wanted to make a quick correction before I continue with this one. And that's when, or not correction, but it's, I said that I would send out an email to everyone on the emailing list, um, on the reading list for the female sex blog to let you know um, where I am now and why I wasn't on the female sex or writing consistently on the female sex blog. But due to legal reasons, I'm not going to do that. Um, It is illegal in Canada where I am to use an email other than the email that you were given to deliver certain email messages or whatever. And I'm not quite sure if if it's illegal to send an email um, I think, yes, they did say that it's, it, you cannot send an email for anything other than the reason, uh, why the person signed up, something like that. I don't know exactly if what I would be doing would be wrong, but I'm just not going to risk it at this time. I am wrapped up in a whole bunch of privacy stuff. And so I'm not going to have any missteps, um, in that way. So if you want to find me, I am at mysacredblood.com. I am not at this time posting at the femalesex.blogspot.com. I will be posting these podcasts and more. And so you'll want to listen out for the audio. And of course, you can get all of the free content that I've posted over the years there. The library is there for you to explore. So in this one, I want to continue on with one that uh, something that I mentioned uh, in the last podcast, and that was playing the loop. I wanted to expand on that. What did I mean by that? And give some examples, so on, so on, and how it's happening to you and how to get out of the loop or, you know, turn that loop into kind of um, an infinity sign, if you will. Uh, so this one is playing the loop. And uh, before I start that, I said I never wanted to make disclaimers, but I'm going to make a disclaimer, but before that, I will say that these are not going on to YouTube. Uh, yeah, I will no longer be posting these podcasts to YouTube because, um, uh, just, I'm not on YouTube at the moment. I didn't sign up for the two-step verification. It doesn't make sense to have a two-step verification. I said that. I believe it's a way to lock people in. Anything that's asking me for a two-step verification at this time, I'm going to either have to put that on hold or figure out another way, um, move to another platform until such time that I'm prepared to get into the two-step. At this time, it doesn't make sense for me to do that. Um, And the only reason why is I'm going to talk a little bit about the two-step. I know this may seem like it's off topic, but... With the two-step verification, we're living in a world now where everything has an identifier. And so if I go ahead and I give, Google already has my phone. I'm on an Android. And so they know who I am. I don't know why they're asking for a two-step. It doesn't really make sense. So there has to be another reason for why you need um, a two-step. And that is the identifier that's attached to it, that's attached to your phone. And this identifier, you know, these, there are things that can crawl all over your phone to see um, like they are bots, like they crawl uh, around your phone to see if your phone contains certain information. And right now I believe that a lot of these two-step identifiers, it's pretty much a way of giving that particular platform or that app a way to crawl through your phone to see if you, if your phone contains a particular identifier and at this time my phone doesn't and if your phone doesn't contain a particular identifier or in some cases a QR code or a hash or whatever it may be then you're going to stand out and they're trying to use this two-step thing I I sound unless you understand exactly what's happening with the technology then what I'm going to say is going to sound a little AI like or or sci-fi or whatever but you know, this is real, it is happening, but a lot of people who are, you know, they're in the loop, <laughs> they're playing, people are playing the loop and they're in the loop and they're doing everything that they're supposed to be doing and they're going round and around and they're taken through the loop and yet, you know, they're not in the loop. Like they're, they don't know what's happening or why it's happening, how this technology works. You know, they have the phone, phone's in front of them all the time. I don't go outside with my phone. The only time I have my phone is when I'm driving because I might need to use the GPS at some point and I'm far from home. 
But if I'm not in the car, I do not use my phone. I don't carry the phone to go out for a walk. I don't carry it to the store. I don't carry my phone. I'm just, I never walk with a uh, cell phone. And we never, we were never required to walk with a cell phone. I grew up in a time where there existed no cell phones. You needed to call someone, you go to the payphone, And it was a privilege to have a cell phone. And now out of all of a sudden, the cell phones are, are they are uh, mandatory. Like you have to have the cell phone. And yet, although we have to have it, I don't see the government offering free phones. You know, even when the Nazis were trying to program the people and brainwash them and everything, they gave them free radios, okay? So if it's mandatory to have a cell phone, then I need to see a free cell phone delivered to my house with all the gadgets and the gadgets and the codes and the identifiers and so on, so on. If it's not for free, I'm not going to pay for my subjugation. Anyway, if I don't want to have a cell phone, I shouldn't have to have a cell phone. What if I don't have a job? What if I lose my job and I grow broke and I can't afford to pay my bills? You know, I know I'm going, then what? I can't afford to pay my bills. Now I'm stuck. I can't get into my my uh, email or into my accounts because I don't have a cell phone. Yeah, if I can't afford to pay my bills and I have to make a decision, should I pay to eat? Should I pay for the the water, the heating, my food, my cell phone or my internet? Which one do you think is going to go first? You know, I want, I need my internet. If I have internet, I can connect to VoIP or whatever to a online phone, but I don't need the cell phone. So the phone number is going to have to go first, you know? If you have the phone, then you can have a phone number, you know, an online phone number. So this two-step verification is a little suspect to me until I figure it out. I work it out. I'm not getting on that. And I said all that just to say that this podcast is not going on YouTube. Um, at the end, I'll leave a little message to the people on YouTube to let them know that the podcast is on the blog or is over on Anchor. Anchor is another one because every time I click on the Anchor, it's telling me that I have no... <laughs> I cannot. It says it's not posted and it, the message flashes so fast. It says there are no podcasts posted at this time. It's like five seconds. But it's enough for a deadhead going through the loop to say, oh, she doesn't have a podcast. You know, so these people are really, really, you know. I also had like a major, major retailer block me off their platform. And they said they don't know me. I, I don't exist. And then I went through all the legal channels to try to sort that out. And even the government won't, they have laws in place, privacy laws that they won't even, you know, apply. So this is getting serious. It's literally getting serious. When I said in the last uh, podcast that we're going to a virtual world and this thing is going to be controlled, it's like we're going to a virtual world where you can literally be disappeared. It's happened to me in the real world where, you know, I have a... Fi financial or income money sources like it's blocked me from um, making money and just by them saying that I don't exist I, I've showed credit card receipts I've shown like so many different ways to prove my identity you know and they say I don't exist in their system that I never existed there and so it's as easy as that you can go into the system you can do the two-step and as soon as you can't do the two-step they'll say you don't exist here if they can't follow you around on that cell phone, they will say you do not exist. So I, when I talk about playing the loop, there's a lot to it. You know, you get into this thing and then there's no way out. There's no way out. The only way out of the loop or once you get out, it's like you don't even exist anymore. You go into that, that virtual loop and you are done for. One false move and you are deleted from the server. And so I'm seeing that happen right now in my real life. It's all going to be connected and I'm not going to volunteer for anything at this point. Anyway, so we're talking about the loop and I said that now I'm going to make the disclaimer that I was supposed to make before. So I'm going to make reference to black males in this video. Uh, and I'm saying black and not melanin because I do make the distinction. Melanin people are people who understand that they have the melanin, they have that God power they have not yet been contaminated and so or manipulated genetically manipulated and so when I make the distinction between black and melanin melanin it should be very clear and I remember when I was talking about who are the gods before on the YouTube channel and there was this whole conversation about we are gods and blah 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 and a lot of those people now have fallen a lot of the people who were supposedly conscious and talking about we are the gods and this race is better than others 
a, a large majority of them right now have been either genetically manipulated and modified or they are playing the loop and they're being taken through the loop. And so when I talk about black men in this, um, uh, in this podcast, it's specific to those types. Um, you know, the types who, like I said, can be genetically modified, who will be medically modified, hormonally modified, um, you know, physically modified, uh, and transitioned into something else. If you catch my drift. Okay. And so the first mist, I'll say this. Uh, so that's the disclaimer. I, I don't like making disclaimers. I don't care whose feelings I hurt. So you shouldn't have your feelings hurt right now. If you're the type of person who listens to the female sex podcast, uh, if, uh, people who listen to this podcast have a thick skin and those who don't can work that out on their own time. But other than that, or that aside, I, I said that because what the loop that, um, let me explain playing the loop and I'm going to give a real world example right now. And it has to do with this ready-made survival. And it's something that just came up in a conversation that I was having today with my son. We're in the middle of, um, we're getting ready to wrap up the school year or this part of the semester. Now, when it comes to homeschooling, this is another loop they want to pull you in. You get pulled into this, um, education loop. Now, I have no reason to send my child into the education system. They've clearly said that it doesn't matter what kind of a degree you have, what kind of education you have, what kind of experience, who you are, whatever, how much school you've done. If you don't take a certain medical treatment or gene therapy or whatever it may be, then you cannot work in certain situations and places. And so my child doesn't need to go through their education system. They should ask you at the beginning. Here, take this vaccine. If you don't take the vaccine, you're, you're not eligible to participate in, their, in our education system. It should be like that. And we would simply opt out. Now, they don't do that. They want you to go through the loop, the education loop. And then they, when you're finished with that, you know, then you, they take you back around into the employment loop. And then they take you back around until you get to retirement. And they try to turn you and flip you around for the whole of your life. And so at this point, after I've seen how everything's gone for the last two years, I said, I don't really need my child to be in that system. So I go, okay, well, I'm going to homeschool my child. Unfortunately, when you decide, okay, I'm, you're going to homeschool, there are other loops. Now, a lot of people don't know that. And they think you can just take your kid out of school and then you can just keep them at home. Well, you, I don't know how it works where you are, but where I am, there are laws. You cannot do that. Every child has to be legally educated and the government has to know that you are educating your child at home. And so once you decide, it's not like you have to ask for permission, but you have to write a letter to the Minister of Education or Ministry of Education and let them know that you will be homeschooling. So that's the first step. Once you do that, now they expect you to uh, write a learning plan and the learning plan has to be in line with what they're doing. So you have to do your math and your English and your languages and um, uh, whatever, math, science, history, geography, so on. So I am required to teach my child European history. That That's literally what they're saying to me. I can teach my child history. But I remember when we were going to do an interview because they, then they give you a monitor. And so this monitor wants you to do an interview with them. So now you have to write to the ministry to say that you're going to homeschool your child. Then you have to show them your learning plan, what you're going to be teaching them and what activities you're going to be doing and so on and what resources you're going to be using, etc. And then when you're finished that, now they have a resource person who monitors your homeschooling. And so you have to do a report card and then you have to have an interview with this person. And so I'm like, what's the point, <laughs> you know? And so I'm faced with another legal challenge that will be coming up soon because uh, I'm about to challenge it. It doesn't make any sense. I might as well have just sent my child to school. Anyway, it might not work that way where you are, but it's good to check into the laws. If you do want to homeschool your children, it's not just as easy as I'm going to pull my kids out of school. They will arrest you for that and charge you with truancy, so on, so on. Okay, I'm just showing you the loop that they have me around now because now... I have to deal with this legal side of it. You know, I have to play the role literally of five teachers. I don't get a teacher's manual with all the answers in it, yet they want me to do it the same way the teachers do. But I, I guess I'm going on and on because I just finished the school day. So I'm going through the school day 
with my child and I said that if you are a parent who is homeschooling, which there aren't a lot, I know because people love the ready-made survival and the ready-made lifestyle. They love going through the loop and they love um, oblivion. And that's why what I'm about to say more than likely doesn't apply to a lot of people. But when it comes to reprogramming, deprogramming and reprogramming in general, it is a difficult, difficult task. It requires a lot of patience, a lot of repetition. Um, it's going to be hurtful, you know, when you're going through any kind of a, a disease or illness, or if you break a bone or something, the healing process hurts a lot more sometimes than the sickness itself. You know, you can get a food bug, but then, you, you know, you, if you get food poisoning, you get the bug, it sits there for a couple of days, so on, so on. Two days later, you're vomiting and shitting and that hurts so bad. But in the two days where, you know, this bacteria is taking set, you're not really feeling that. That's not what hurts. What hurts is getting rid of it. And so when it comes to reprogramming, deprogramming, it's going to hurt and it might even hurt you, but it's also hurtful to the children. So the children have to let go of a lot. And so my son did not do any high school so far. He's high school age, but he hasn't done any high school in the public school system. And so he's feeling a little bit like he's missing out when he was out with his friends the other day, um, a week, a few weeks ago, uh, they were talking about their school life, whatever. Uh, the kids, they all went to Subway to go eat and he didn't have his vaccine passport so he couldn't go with them. And he's feeling like an outsider. He's feeling it more and more. And so this is the hurtful part. It's the hurtful part where now you have to disconnect from a lot of people. I might have mentioned that before, but anyway, so, uh, right. So we're talking about what is it that connects people to the loop? What is it that makes them not want to get out? And that's because it's a ready-made survival. If you want groceries, go to the grocery store. You want a meal, go to the fast food restaurant. If you want an education, they got it all lined up for you, all your textbooks, your activities, your teachers, so on, so on. You don't have to do any thinking. You know, if you want uh, entertainment, they got it. Go to the movies. If you, you get, they got sports for you, um, drinking, gambling, nightclubs, all this and that. So you don't have to do anything. You don't have to think about it because it's all sorted out for you. Everything's um, ready made. And so that's what people are attached to. That's what they can't let go of. And that's why they keep playing the that's why these people keep playing the loop and they know that they can twist you and turn you and people are not going to get off because they are too comfortable in it it's easy to do it you don't have to think you know you don't have to cook anything or chop any meals and so it's easier to just go through the drive through and grab something there it's easier than having to cook you know people are ready to take a vaccine because it's easier not to have to go through the pains of curing yourself. I want to go through the pain. I want to vomit and shit and make sure I know that my immune system is working and my body is working to cure me of any illness. I want to have menstrual cramps and be moody when it's coming along so I know that my reproductive system is working. Everything that is telling me that my body is doing what it's supposed to be doing, I want all of those signal signals and all of those indicators. I don't want to numb myself from all of it. And so is that the solution? People are okay with that solution. I'm not. I don't mind going through the hurt and going through the pain, doing the hard work and doing what people want to label a struggle. I don't want a ready-made life. I want a life where I can create and feel and uh, test and have um, trial and error and so on, so on, and learn and develop and grow and then remember all of that so that the next time around it will be easier. Okay, I don't want to just have somebody stick me with something and then, you know, I don't have to do anything. I'm just there drooling, you know, I put my goggles on and my whole life is, you know, right before my eyes, my entire augmented reality. I never have to leave my bed if I don't want to. I can wake up from my real dream, put on my goggles and go into a dream world if I really want to do that and drink my insure, so on, so on. So let's talk about the cycles a little bit. And... The reason I talk about these cycles is because all cycles are connected and all cycles affect other cycles. 
every every cycle there is no cycle if you look at the world and our lives holistically that like when you have um the night and day cycle that night and day cycle is going to affect your sleep cycle um your sleep cycle affects your work cycle or whatever and then uh, so on so on all cycles affect all other cycles and there's an art to discerning where one cycle begins and where one ends because it's repetitive the same thing is going to happen the next time round in some cases like the sunrise sunset it's obvious it's day and it's night and you should know that when the sun goes down the cycle just either ended or will begin and then when it comes back around that's the end beginning point there's also a skill to knowing when to get off the loop when to know you know what i've seen this before i've done it before i don't need to do it again i learned my lesson the first time and so i'm not going to keep going but a lot of people don't get off when they're supposed to get off they're like well maybe i could do it again let me just do it again or they just want to be on the loop it felt nice they like being dizzy and going being taken for a ride right but there is a skill to knowing when to get off and when to get on or back on and there's a certain level of patience that's required to do it so if you are being taken through the loop then sometimes you do need to go through it you know you do need there are some things that we don't want to do that is necessary to do you know um, sometimes it's necessary to do things repetitively so that you can uh, figure out the patterns but you have to be patient around that let me grab a sip of water I talk way too much on here <laughs> or too fast so let me slow down and then to make the distinction between these loops now there are loops and cycles that are natural for example like nature cycle like what I was talking about the sunrise and the sunset life and the death cycle blood circulation uh, the menstrual or the reproductive cycle uh, in males and females the ocean ties, the water cycle from precipitation to evaporation, all that. And then um, the seasons have their cycle. The crops will have their grow, sow, grow, harvest cycle. And then you have man cycles, which are a little bit more confusing. So when you look at man cycle, you have the calendar, uh, a clock. Uh, you have your taxis in your school year the economy works kind of in a cycle the economic system that's a whole other podcast i don't even know if i'll get to that but then you have the news cycle and then you have uh here's my favorite this historical cycle so it seems like what i was talking about every hundred years there seems to be something else they always come with something else but it's a very similar to what's already happened. And so you'll have these historical event cycles. They all seem to be connected to another. Um, you can tell me something that happened 100 years ago and some way, somehow it's connected to some royal family or some you know, banking family today for some reason, okay? But that's because they, they keep up that narrative. Their narrative runs in a loop. It's like a dream state. You have these recurring dreams or these recurring events. It's a, it's a cycle and it is uh, constructed to be that way so that it's a way to program you because you have to go around the loop over and over again to repeat over and over again to do that ritual that will help to program your mind to think or believe or act in a certain way. So now we have the new um, vaccine to variant to booster cycle, vaccine variant booster, vaccine variant booster, <laughs> vaccine variant booster, lockdown vaccine variant booster. <laughs> and then as you go, it, it gets sped up and the faster it goes, the dizzier you go, you get, the more disoriented you are. And so the easier you are to program and to control, because at that point, once it gets too complex and there's so much thrown in and there's so much confusion, then you are going to beg for that ready-made survival. You're going to beg for the easy way out. You're going to be like, you know what? I'm just going to take the official story because it's easier. I don't have to think about it. They're telling me exactly what it is. I don't have to read anything. There's too much fine print. There are too many footnotes. I'm just going to give me the vaccine, give me my insure and plug me in. 
that's normally what the average person will do because the average person doesn't want to have to think. But between the two cycles that I just described, between man cycle and nature cycle, whose cycle do you think will endure? Do you think that man's cycle, what he's doing now is sustainable? Right now, this whole thing about climate change is a direct attack, attack on mother nature. To say that she is the enemy, she's destroying the world, look at how she's heating up and blah, blah, blah. But we're missing the point. <laughs> Nature has her cycles. Uh, climate is a change of, uh, what do you call that? You have weather over a long period. So a climate can be determined after a period of about 30 to 50 years or so. So the weather will change. It will change depending on nature. It will change depending on animals movement or, you know, by any biological movement. Um, it will depend on obviously the movement of humans. We are part of nature. And so if you have more of a population in a certain place, it's going to change the temperature in that place. And if the population continues to grow and gets denser and denser over a longer period of time, it will naturally change the climate. So again, weather are weather is changes over a short period of time and then over a longer period of time of about 30 plus years, you'll get a climate change. These are natural occurrences. And of course, uh, human activity will contribute to that. This is obvious. But anybody who hears that, now you tell them, oh, climate change is this dangerous thing that's happening. And now all of a sudden people are thinking, oh, and climate change is based on hu human activity. And now, you know, people are agreeing, oh, well, yeah, it's climate change and they're fighting against climate change and they want to turn down the temperature of the earth a, a degree and a half. And I'm like, what are you even talking about? And that, those are just words. People are always just saying words that make them feel good and gives them that ready-made comfort and they don't have to think about anything but it, they obviously don't know the difference between climate and weather and so let me take a quick little uh break here actually i'm doing really good for time but let me take a quick break get a proper glass of water and i will be right back <laughs>
All right, all right, I am back. I just want to remind you that I did mention that I would not be putting these podcasts on YouTube. I also have to say that I am going to be posting a podcast every day this week. And so by the time um, I do let the YouTube people know in the community, uh, whatever, that I have it here, then there will already have been like six or seven podcasts. So you can listen out if you're listening on the podcast on Anchor. Know that I will be posting every day um, this week. Uh, right. So let's go back through the loop. <laughs> so I want to talk about January 6th, not the event itself, but the idea of bringing this event around again because January 6th was already a significant date. I was actually looking at the calendar on my phone just to see, um, you know, just to organize myself for the coming winter break. And then I come across January 6th because that's around the time uh, we would be restarting the, the school year again. I didn't know January 6th was a holiday. I've never thought about it before. I've never seen it before or I've just never noted it. But apparently it's a holiday called the Epiphany. And so I looked it up and the Epiphany is also called the Baptism of Christ. I don't know if you knew that, but that's apparently it's a holiday and it's already been a holiday and it's to commemorate or celebrate or note or whatever the Baptism of Christ. And I this keeps coming up because that obviously brings us back to the Baphomet. I mentioned before in a previous podcast that le Baphomet est, uh, le, le Baphomet est en mot français. It's a word in French that describes John the Baptist. And John the Baptist keeps coming up all of the time. And the significance of John the Baptist is John the Baptist signifies this rebirth of man that you come out of the female holy water and then you get rebirthed. Um, and you are born again. So you come out of the sacred waters of the holy womb, of the female womb, and they believe that you are a sinful once you are born into the world through the womb of a woman or through the uh, vagina of a woman, and then you have to be baptized. And that's where the Baphomet or the John the Baptist comes in. So this holiday commemorates this whole idea. And this is where um, this whole January 6th was um, the Christ is associated with the resurrection. Now, this is about the baptism of Christ, but obviously everything you know about Christ is the resurrection, that Christ was resurrected and his resurrection is what saves everybody. So that's what made Christ significant. If Christ didn't rise from the dead, we wouldn't be talking about him today. So the supposed resurrection of the Jesus Christ was replaced with the insurrection of the six. So we have the resurrection is now replaced with the insurrection of the six. And both words mean the same thing. It means to rise and resurrection means to rise again, but this means to rise. And so we see that we're going through a loop. And I did mention it before that religion's about to fall down. So everyone is still holding on to their religion, but there will be an unveiling uh, revelation and one that I don't believe the people are ready for. This will destroy everything you've ever thought about your religion. And I had mentioned to someone that I believe this revelation even includes pulling the cloak off that, um, what do you call that? The stone there in Mecca. I don't remember what the stone the Kaaba, the Kaaba stone, they're going to pull the cloak off that, that black stone where people think that it's era, uh, it's uh, Muslim. It is not. It is highly what iconic or idolic. And so there's a lot to, to, and a lot to do with the divine feminine that's hidden under that. If there are any alterations or changes made to that, it will be obvious because this is an old, old stone. And so anything carved into it new will appear whiter, but that stone tells a story that has been hidden and um, occulted for years and centuries. And we are coming close to the unveiling of what is beneath all of that. Anyway, so I, I said all that to say that this thing where we are coming around the loop again and this 
completely changed the date of this January 6th thing was supposed to be bigger than it was. A lot of people were supposed to die that day and they were counting on the white Christian patriot to do his part. And, you know, they had Alex Jones out there and Trump and they were hyping him up and they played the Phil Collins song and everything. And everybody was supposed to be hyped to go in there and cause murderation. It didn't quite happen the way they did. And so they now have to like pump it up using, you know, the, the usual, the media stuff, you know, the CGI's and the images and the illusions and delusions and et cetera, the virtual stuff. But the purpose of that was to replace this idea of uh, the January 6th and its association with Christ and replace it with um, the insurrection. So that when you think of that day, you're not thinking of Christ anymore. Now you're thinking of when these people took back their freedom and all that. So let's go to um, the going through the loop and why I said I was going to mention Blackman. Now, going through the loop or doing this thing the way people want you to do it um, and you don't have to think about it. And that um, ties into why the metaverse is the infinity sign shaped as an M, right? It's because people like to be taken through that. And the infinity sign, obviously, it is like a it's a cuter version of a loop, the infinity sign or the M or you can even say the uh uh, what do you call that? The yin yang symbol is a version of that where one thing swirls into the next and it's a never ending loop. Uh, there is no beginning. There is no end. You don't know where one one thing begins and where the other thing starts. So, so you don't know whether the white is inside for the yin yang, whether the white is falling into the black or if the black is falling into the white, so on, so on. And this is um, that loop or this infinity sign or all of that is um, a kind of symbolic of uh, the coagulation, what I talked about before, where we go from being dualistic to being to combining into one entity. And it, like I said, um, I always mention that where things are broken down until they are put back together but the whole purpose of breaking it down is to break it down to the point where it all culminates into something new now i i mentioned black men because every single step of the way and i know i keep talking about this whole pandemic and the virus and the situation and it's not because i'm worried about that like i'm not worried about that i my life has been I've been free since it's happened. And so I would like for it to go longer. I, I have no problems with that. I'm working on a few things. I'm keeping very busy and creating a lot right now. And it only works as long as they these people keep doing what they're doing. It gives me the time. And so uh, I'm okay with it. So I don't have a problem with it. It's uh, The reason why I keep bringing it up is because it's actually like the perfect metaphor for almost everything that's going on. I can always go back to it and use everything that these people are doing as an example of, um, you know, past behaviors and present behaviors and so on and so on. It shows a lot. It does reveal a lot about people. How people have responded to this tells a lot about who they always were. And so when I talk about black men, it's because they were the loudest. I remember on YouTube, my life was made a living hell on this platform. I wish the dislike button was not available at the time when I was posting regularly on there. Because at that time, the amount of abuse, and this is any melanin woman can say the same thing on YouTube, the abuse that we were taken um, even to this day, they are still carrying on all over the internet, abusing melanin women all over the internet. They will not stop. They are on a loop. They cannot stop. And they are programmed. They are the most programmed, the most activated. Um, an artist that my son likes a lot. Uh, I probably might do a podcast with him because there's something else about the loop that I want to continue on. Let me make a quick note of that one. Okay, because I, I don't want to forget that. But you see, 
they're in uh, dresses and they're literally being trans, uh, what do you call that? To I always transitioned, they're being transitioned into a new gender, they're being told they just have to play whatever role that transitioned into playing demonic entities, maybe even a mixture of the female succubus and a demon or a demon or whatever. They're becoming that. Like are you every single uh, black male in the media has become this weirdo. Okay. And then the ones who are not in the media, who are not really um, freaking weirdos, they're killing each other. And the ones who are not killing each other, they're on the new age tip. Okay, so all of them are talking about this manifesting and um, aliens and we're going to have superpowers and so on, so on. So they're convinced of that. And then the ones who are not there, they're on the crypto and crypto. They haven't um, created any currency. And I've said it before. The only people who can make money on crypto are the ones who create the currency. Everybody else is just buying a dream or buying on our, our banking on or betting on the hope that somebody else is going to buy the trash that they just bought. <laughs> a lot of people are going to be left holding the bag. Like quite literally, you got the bag now, but you will be left holding the bag if you can't find another sucker to buy it from you real quick. Okay. But these people, they'll jump into anything. And then recently, you know, they're all jumping into the metaverse talking about, oh, it has to be this way. It's meant to be. I'm like, when we had all this time to create something, all this time for the last two years at least they stopped the clock and they gave you an opportunity to one to tear up your contract and renegotiate it and decide that you're not coming on until you get what I want I'm in the middle of negotiating contracts I am not I do not consent <laughs> not to anything until I can write some of the clauses in this thing okay but a lot of people you know they're they've signed on they've clicked um, agree to all the terms and services they haven't even read it my new thing is I'm not signing anything until I read all the terms and services and understand how it applies to the laws where I am. We're still in the process of rewriting some of the laws um, so that they can keep up with what's happening in the world. You know, we're having genetic information that we have to give away to private companies. So how do you get access to that genetic information if you wanted it? If um, these things are in data banks, are they protected? What is the security behind it? What is your, who is your genetic information being sold to? But no, people just pick their nose, put it in the thing and send it away and don't ask any questions. Even before that, you had black people on the internet that was a whole social media craze where everyone was spitting in the tube and sending their genetics off to get somebody else to tell them what their genes are i don't need anyone to tell me what my history is and what my gene is or whatever i can see it i can read it if it's necessary i can pull it up that information is already in me why would it in the world would i send off my genetic information for that purpose and so I'm, I wouldn't be sending off my genetic information to these private entities, but these people are doing that. They send off their genetic, inf genetic information so they can fly somewhere, you know, or so they can prove that they're not sick. Like your body tells you if you're sick or not. You don't need to send your genetic information off to a private corporation just to see if you're sick. That doesn't even make any sense. Like, anyway, but these are the ones who they were so loud before all of this happened like they were the first to say these people are troglodytes and neanderthals and albinos and you're you're a traitor to your race and you're this and your dad and our people and they were the loudest and now those same voices are saying one of two things get crypto money the bag crypto meta all that stuff that they were programmed to say or they're abusing Melanin women on the internet. <laughs> like they, they have literally, they're literally zombified. The same people. And so everybody always gets to live their karma. And I said that. I said that some people you just have to leave alone. And you have to be patient with it. Because 
time will always tell and time is a series of events and these series of events take place in this loop and time will always you know how when they're they're like uh if you go through this uh, if you get pick your nose and you give it to these people or you spit and you give it to the people you know and what they do is they'll spin the cycle and they keep spinning and spinning to see if they'll come up with you know a itty bitty tiny fraction of a piece of a virus and if they find it then they'll say that you have the COVID or whatever. No, it's like that. So they spinning these people around just like they spinning the virus. So everybody is going through the cycle, right? And so I see like it doesn't matter which way you turn it. If you say if these people introduce cryptocurrency, the Negroes were the first to jump on it. They introduce the um, clubhouse. The Negroes were the first to jump on it they introduced the meta and they're jumping on it and they're promoting it when they talked about nfts they jumped on it and they promoted it like they were it was their own like they keep it doesn't matter what these people say even when the they started putting black men in dresses you know they didn't it wasn't very few there are very few that I can count on my fingers and still have fingers left over who actually spoke about it it's not for me to speak about it. I am not a man. And so that is not my lane. And that's why I don't really say it. I'm only mentioning it here now to show you that these people will take you down a bad road if you're still following them. If you are a melanin woman listening to this podcast, especially get off the loop, especially the one where you see there are a lot of black men there. You don't want to be there because if there are many black men around where you are you are on the wrong cycle you will get caught up you will get washed in that cycle <laughs> all right so i say that uh, you know what i said it that that's it i i don't have much else to say about that one so i'll just reiterate what i said and that is about playing the loop and that is someone else is getting you to play their loop now i'm hearing there's a lot going on that's confusing and i, I will add this much when i was younger they had these papers and i may be dating myself but there's like the sun or like these little troll newspapers that you can get at the front of the grocery store checkout and in those papers they you'd see things like ufo sightings or you know there was one where they were like we're gonna have flying cars in the year 2000 we're gonna have all these things and they would show all these you know possibilities for new technologies and so on so on and i think what we're looking at now because we're on the internet it's like literally those same trolling stories like everything that they said in those papers flying cars hover cars um robots all these things like they even had astro boy and the um jetsons and all these things that they were telling us that world and the future was going to be so easy and everything's going to do everything for us and all these robots and they want <laughs> lately i've been hearing so many things trash science where apparently um man has made um uh vaccines that can put nanobots into each of your cell apparently and these nanobots can clip your cells so that they're chopping you up and rewriting your dna and you know they can um uh, cre uh, reprogram you so you don't like meat what else can they do now they can take you into an augmented reality and they can create ai um ai army where you have robot army and what else all these things all these things that they supposedly have and they're coming out with all these technologies the other day i even read this study where they were studying the amount of melanin on dog's pineal gland and i'm like why would you be studying that which dog are you cutting open to look at his pineal gland to detect the amount of melanin that's on there if you look at just about any cell that's supposed to do work there's going to be melanin there and that's a result of the sun it's like on your car you're going to and even on the bike you're going to have the oil has to keep the chain slick or in the car you have to keep oiling it and so the oil gets black anything that has to do work like that and is fuel for your body or is um, using the fuel to 
produce the energy it's going to be dark it's going to be black and so in the body that's melanin so you will find melanin on the parts of the body that have to work hard because they need to be coated with this thing and so they're studying it in dogs supposedly but what would be the real reason why and i know they're not just studying it in dogs but the purpose is why are you studying it number one and oops, hold on why are they studying it that's the first thing and every time they do these melanin studies or they want to create synthetic melanin and so on, so on, they never talk about the end result of it the way they're talking about all these supposed robots and this, this and that. And so they get you, ev or you, but they get everybody to believe that they're doing all this crazy scientific shit and they, you know, they haven't done anything. They've been saying that since I was a kid, since I was a kid. So it's been like 30, 40 years now where they've been talking about these hover cars and we're still over here driving on rubber. Come on. Like, at what point do you get off that loop and say these people haven't done it? When they do it, I'll see it. <laughs> like, if they had that type of technology, they would be the first to be boasting it. They can barely even make a car that can detect if I'm really sleeping or not. I was driving in the in this car and the car keeps telling me that I need to pull over to drink coffee. And I'm like, I'm good. You need to pull over and drink coffee. <laughs> so they these cars are flawed they're they're i don't know i feel like the technology is like very basic and it's supposed to be doing basic things to manipulate you and the technology right now is still in that machine learning phase where it's still learning how to do certain things so we're not even there yet so you know maybe in the metaverse or in the virtual reality or augmented reality or whatever you can go in and find all them hover cars and shit and go to mars and take these visits in outer space but in the real world out here it is not happening so when it starts to happen i will know it and i will see it when i feel it or i will believe it when i feel it anyway that is it here's your opportunity we are about to end one more loop we just ended um reach the end of a loop we are about to go into another loop uh in the next uh 20 days or so and so get ready to either get off uh to stay on and to get ready to learn another lesson or to recreate your own loop or to add something to it so you can add things into the loop if you want to like if there's something about the world that's a little confusing to you or if you want to become an active player in the game then you can add something on something new do something new make a slight change you know something instead of just going through the loop over and over and over and over again because i promise you it will consistently be the same thing all the excitement and the bells and the whistles and all of that are going to be a little bit more uh advanced i suppose um but it'll be the same, the same story, the same gameplay, same playbook that they've been using for hundreds of years. And so, you know, I'm sure they'll make it fun and exciting and scary and emotional and like a roller coaster. But if you want to live a life that is meaningful or means something to you and you are still thinking you are not oblivious and you do not wish for unawareness, then maybe it's time for you to reverse the loop add to the loop or you can play the loop until the next one take care of yourself